What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to answering questions on Reddit. I am Lucky or Mental Health Casual, whatever you guys prefer to call me. And today, I got a couple other subreddits. Like I said in my last uh, podcast, if you guys haven't seen that, go check that out. Um, they're all kind of melding together, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> There's just so many of these mental health subreddits um, that it's pretty wild. Um, I, I think I'm actually going to put the link as well. So I, I'll have the link for all uh, three of these subreddits that I'm uh, checking out. But um, also, I'll have a link to uh, the, where I got this list from because it's really helpful to me. Like, I literally just go on this list and just choose some random ones. Um but there are a lot of mental health subreddits, man. Like I, I can't even begin to like count how many of these there are. Um, now, granted, some of them are more active than others. So usually I choose the more active ones because that gives me um, I, I feel like there's a little bit more variety in that one because now we have more current things happening instead of like a year ago, two years ago or something like that. So um, I figured I would check that out. So I got three today. I've got the. Um, uh, let's see. I've got the subreddit leaves, which is, uh, we'll actually go into that one first. So I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. We got alcoholics anonymous and we have, um, psychiatric freedom. Uh, and yeah, why don't we get, you know, to so go straight into leaves. So what leaves is I'll actually read you the, the, like the, the elevator pitch, uh, that they put on here, a support community to help stop smoking cannabis, marijuana, pot, weed, edibles are getting high. Yeah. So this is a very interesting one and probably, kind of controversial in some aspect in some people's minds because i feel like there's this really big um this really big idea that like weed is completely you know there's no side effects there's none of this there's none of that whereas and i i'm all for like cbd usage i think that's probably that, that's the only usage that i can really stand by where it's like you know what if you know cbd i totally get why you're doing it if you're doing it with for the thc the only thing i can think of is the appetite thing even then i mean i'm not i'm sure there are other ways to do it but um at that point i feel like people are just trying to get high at that point so you know I, that's just my idea of it um let me let me check out a couple of these though since you know i i've struggled with marijuana uh, i struggled with marijuana um for many years and uh, let's check this one out. It's uh, that's a pretty long winded statement. Um, let me check out another one real quick. See if there's any, I mean, I totally get why. Oh, there we go. Okay, interesting. Six years daily smoker. It ends today. I've been smoking every day, multiple times a day for six years. That actually almost sounds like me, except it didn't start going daily until the last maybe three, no, two, no, one or two years maybe of, of my my pot smoking journey, I guess you want to say it. Um, I truly know, I truly, wait, truly no other adult life. I, I have no idea what they're trying to say here than being stoned all the time. Or I guess... I guess what they're trying to say is I don't really know any other way to be in adult life than being stoned all the time. I'm quitting today because I'm finally on my way to my dream job and I want to give them every reason to hire me. My friends have all been smoking as long as I have. It's kind of our favorite pastime together. I don't know what, how I'm going to face uh, temptation in the future. These people are my chosen family and they understand, but it's going to be difficult to hang out with them and have to sit out. Any tips for me? No side effects so far except for pounding headache, a pounding headache. Um, so actually I should probably talk about the side effects of me quitting smoking. So one of the big things that happens when you stop smoking, especially when you're smoking that long, like that, that often 
is your um, your ability to process food. Um, you end up like if you are thinking about quitting smoking and you smoke like every day, maybe multiple times a day, then you might want to consider getting some, you know, something really simple like oatmeal, banana, like nothing way too harsh. If you if you have anything that's greasy, it it, it starts to fuck with you really bad. Um, so one of the things that, uh, you know, I obviously this isn't exactly a question, but um, they did end up asking for tips on the uh, on the other side of it. Well, I actually kind of got out of that environment. So I'm not, you know, even though I do talk with my friends over, you know, video games and all that stuff. And, you know, they get high as hell. You know, there was 420 the other day and like my friends were so stoned. They didn't even remember the mission that we went into. So, <laughs> um, you know, I would say probably just finding jokes, find jokes about your sobriety. Like there's there's a joke that I have that I use sometimes where like, you know, I I remember one time I was fasting and uh, my friend made a joke. He's just like, oh, so you're quitting weed and you're quitting food, too. And so, you know, little things like that. So try and keep it uh, try and keep it uh, lively. You know, don't don't take it. Take it seriously, of course. Like you want to take the process seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously throughout this. Right. Because um, obviously, you know, the, the the reason why you're doing it is very important. Of course, take that seriously. But sometimes people take themselves too seriously to the point where, you start to think of yourself as higher than the people that are smoking weed. You think because you've done something that they probably wouldn't be able to do in some cases that you're better than them. Don't think like that. I would just say think um, think about it in more of a way of an allergy, right? Because some, you know, if somebody has an allergy to roses, right, it doesn't mean you're any better than them or it doesn't mean they're any better than you for getting away from roses, you know. They end up just having to get rid of, get away from roses because it's an they have an allergic reaction, which is exactly what addiction is in some cases. I actually got that um, most of that idea from Craig Ferguson when he showed up on the Tiger Belly podcast with Bobby Lee. He was kind of saying like, "Hey, you know, don't think of it as don't think of um, you know abstaining from alcohol as being this you know this thing. Oh, I can't have that. I can't have that. You know, it's more like, hey, I." I um, I, if I have that, I'll have an allergic reaction and I don't want that, which the allergic reaction would be to go, you know, go back into this terrible routine. So yeah, any, yeah, any tips? I mean, yeah, basically don't take it, don't take, uh, the, don't take yourself too seriously throughout this whole process. Also, you know, just, um, you know, make sure that you're able to, uh, um, Make sure, A, that they respect your boundaries, right? If you're inside the house, this happened to me a lot of times, I would always tell them, hey, can you open a window? Can you open and can I sit on that side of the window or can I sit near that window, right? I don't care. It's your house. Of course, you're more than welcome to smoke and all that kind of stuff. Um, just, you know, make sure that just show, don't blow it my way. And if they were smoking a blunt, I'd take a I'd take a, a break and go outside. Um, so for people that don't know the difference between those, the blunt smoke is like really thick. Um, so it, it like stays around for a lot longer. Whereas if they're smoking out of a bong or something like that, it just kind of dissipates pretty, pretty easily. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I try not to, I try not to hold that to their identity as well. Like I, you know, obviously you want yourself to, to get away from that identity. Then also don't, don't tie that to their identity as well. Don't think of them as a smoker crowd or, you know, the whatever, um, but uh, yeah, uh, let's see. There's some good news here. Hey, old member here. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for your help uh, and for the wonderful posts and make uh, and posts you make in the subreddit. I've been clean off of hash and weed for six months on the 11th of May, and this community, excuse me, really helped me through it. Keep your spirit up, guys. I know it's a struggle, but you can do it with time. I believe in you. Yeah. So 
Um, I think the problem with weed in particular is that it doesn't it doesn't have as harsh of side effects as alcohol does. So it's hard to tell if you're it's like, hey, maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, at least I'm not drinking alcohol. At least I'm not doing this. At least I'm not doing that. Right. Um, the problem with weed is like it gives you just enough of a high to make it so that it's like, oh, like it's not too bad. Right. I just act a little funny. But the problem is when you're doing it constantly, then all of a sudden it starts to get into your um you know, you're, you start spending a lot of money on it. You know, I was spending a shit ton of money on weed, um, which now that I don't smoke anymore and I don't drink anymore, it's it, like, I mean, granted, I spend it on food, but, <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's a totally different story. Um, but, uh, you know, now that I, you know, even though I have like a che- this cheat, um, you know, this cheat uh, weekend thing going on, um, even then it doesn't nearly like it does. It doesn't even compare to what I used to spend on weed, you know? Um, especially on edibles, man, An edible can, depending on how strong the edible is, or, well, this is how it used to be. Now they have a different rule for edibles now. Um, but you know, I used to get like 300 milligram edibles and those were like 40 bucks. Those were like, gosh, that was a lot of money, right? All, all for like one chance to just, just, you know, throw yourself into a fucking loop, you know, throw yourself into the abyss um so yeah with with you know leaves and all that stuff uh, i really like the subreddit i actually didn't know what to think about when i was um you know when what i was uh when i when i clicked on it i was like i haven't what does leaves mean i thought maybe it was like leaving something all that kind of stuff but yeah it's um Oh, this is okay. I want to actually read this this one real quick. Used to be a chronic spliff smoker. For people that don't know what a spliff is, it's a um, it's like a, a, a it's like when you mix a, a, a tobacco and and weed together. So that's why they call it spliff. It's usually sometimes people will put a put weed into a like a cigarette. Um, and they'll kind of do half and half. Um, I, I haven't smoked in two weeks. Is it possible for me to go back to smoking recreationally, or should I just stay away? So I've smoked. Uh, I've been smoking chronically for almost eight years now. There have been times where I would stop because I w- was out of the country or on vacation with family, but I always got back into the routine of smoking. Recently, I realized that smoking was controlling me and I needed to do something about it. Okay, so keep that keep that sentence in mind and we'll keep going. I always had to smoke before and after work. When I got stressed, if I'm driving for a while, I just want some perspective. I've stopped smoking for about two weeks and now and I'm proud of my progress and finally feel like I have control. Can I go back to smoking recreational? I know two weeks isn't really a long time, but I just want to hear some thoughts. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to hear some affirmation. I got it. Don't think I will smoke for a long time now. Everything you guys said really hit home. Okay, so that's that's the edit that they put down. Um, so and somebody actually said kind of what I'm thinking. If you have to ask, you already know. Good luck, right? Um, so I want to go back to that question or that that part of the sentence, right? Um, uh, but I always go back to the recently. I real recently I realized that smoking was controlling me, and I needed to do something about it. So that that sentence is what I wanted you guys to highlight in your mind as I read it, because the thing about it is when you're thinking about uh, it, when you think about like addiction and stuff, if you have to if you say that to yourself like oh my god this is controlling me, it's probably controlling you, right? So making sure that you stay away from that is definitely going to be your number one thing, right? Just going back to it and thinking, oh, it'll be no big deal. Because that's the problem is whenever we think about smoking weed, we just think about, oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Um, For some people, it is. It's a really big deal. Like if I ever went back to smoking weed, it'd be a fucking big deal, right? Because then I'd go all in again. It's just the way that my brain works and it's the way an addict's brain works. So 
you know, even though there aren't, you know, uh, quote unquote, addictive qualities of weed, you can still be addicted to it, just like you can be addicted to Facebook. There's no addictive chemicals in Facebook, but it makes you, uh, it brings out the addictive chemicals in your brain that make you think, hey, I should be on Facebook. Hey, I should be on Instagram. Hey, I should do this. I should do that. So yeah, let's check out uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, the subreddit. Um, great quote uh drunks use lampposts for support not illumination interesting so obviously this is uh uh you know when when you're when you're when you're drunk and stuff you end up um you end up like going uh you know and you're you're like you're tipsy you're topsy-turvy you know you're, you're like weaving around everywhere you're you're constantly trying to find some place to like hold yourself up instead of actually looking for a way to illuminate the way i really like that quote that's a really cool one um Let's check out this one. Almost five months without alcohol. I really tied uh, one on for the past 20 years. I wasn't eating, wasn't showering, was not productive at work. Wife and family were miserable. All has to change so drastically in these past five months. I'm happy again. Here comes the unpopular part. I have my medical marijuana card. I have had two. This is interesting. It actually ties back to the, th the same thing, right? And I'll, I'll go back into that in a second. I have had two back surgeries for herniated discs. Oh, that's tough. I'm sorry about that. The first surgery failed, so they had to do a spinal fusion at uh, L5-S1. Not completely sure where that is, but still sounds painful. I never took the devil opiates and that they prescribed. I also broke, broke both bones in my lower left leg about a year ago. That was because I went to a Memorial Day party and had 20 beers by 4.30 p.m. So I smoke a couple of joints per day, but I have no cravings for alcohol because I'm taking um, naltrex naltrexone. Uh, should I be ashamed? Um, this was This is the... So the problem is like they're kind of asking, hey, am I am I doing right? Am I am I like, you know, they're kind of looking for somebody to say like, no, you're not. Or yes, you are. Right. Um, th that's the problem is this really depends on you. And, uh, you know, even though we come out of this the subreddit, right, the leave subreddit where they're talking about, you know, people addicted to weed. In some cases, you have to think, right, what is the lesser of two evils? Right. Should I be living in pain? Or should I go back to alcohol, which obviously wasn't a great, uh, great choice for this person, at least, right? Because they weren't productive at all. If they are productive with weed, right, which I it's all it's a, it's hard for me to believe that just because I was very unproductive. But I know. But, you know, at the same time, I do have anecdotal evidence of people being extremely uh, productive on weed, uh, almost to the point where they couldn't be productive without it, uh, which could be a problem in and of itself. But. Um, the thing I guess that kind of threw me off was I smoke a couple of joints a day. Uh, a couple of joints is a lot to be real with you. Obviously, it's not as much of a, as a blunt, you know, for people that don't know a blunt, like a, a joint is usually rolled with like cigarette paper, that kind of stuff. Um, whereas a, a blunt is usually with uh, cigar papers. That's why you get the, the swishers, you know, that's usually what a blunt's put in. Um, so I, I mean, if, if you listen, if you can, if this is affordable in, you know, whatever budget you have, if it's not interfering with your, your everyday life, you know, and if you're, if it's not affecting your family, then I would say absolutely. Right. Cause you have, you have a lot of different circumstances there, right? You didn't want to take opiates, which in some cases could be like, you know, are much, much worse. Well, I mean, objectively speaking, they're much worse than marijuana. Right. Let's just be real. Um, in terms of the addictive qualities of it and all that kind of stuff, and especially since you're coming from an addictive background, right? So, yeah, I mean, having, and I think even Dr. Drew said this on his, uh, after Dr. Drew, after dark podcast from, uh, on the, your mom's house network, um, 
you know, he said like, hey, if somebody if somebody said like, hey, I'm, you know, I quit alcohol, but, I, you know, I'm really liking weed or, you know, I'm quitting some other fucking drug, like whatever crazy drug you could think of. And they say, oh, but now I'm smoking weed every day. He would just say, hey, do that then, because we don't need you going back to this crazy freaking, um, you know, these crazy drugs that have really bad side effects. So um, it, it, it's tr it's tough to say. But yeah, no. Should you feel ashamed about it? No, I don't think so. Um, maybe just be aware of what how much you're doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe don't don't think of it as like this limitless thing. Maybe think about, OK, maybe I smoke two joints a day. Maybe I smoke whatever, you know, or uh, make sure it's part of your schedule, you know, make sure that you schedule it for certain times, you know, because sometimes when we uh, I guess that could also be a kind of a problem, because if you're if you're expecting it to happen at 12 and something, you know, hey, I got to go to a birthday party at 12 and you get fucking stoned out of your mind, you know, maybe you don't want to go anymore. Um, but yeah, should you be ashamed? Not really. Um, you know, that that's that, I don't think that's super controversial, despite the fact that I come from that, uh, that background of being being addicted to marijuana. So you know, no, nothing to be ashamed about there. Uh, been wanting to relapse. I'm six, sorry. That's that's the name of the title. That's not what I was. I, <laughs> Lucky's thinking out loud again. Uh, I'm six months sober tomorrow and bored. I miss feeling something when I'm drunk or high. Any tips on how to get my head straight again? Yeah. Um. Typically, what I do is I find I try and find something to make me feel again. So, doing things that maybe you did when you were drunk or high. That I mean, obviously, it depends on what you're doing, right? <laughs> you know um but one thing that i like to do when i was drunk or high you know was was play music write poetry write um and you know now i i kind of have to force myself to do it as as a sober person like it's really tough for me to get into like writing in my journal like now i do it every other day but before i wasn't doing it at all so you know doing taking little steps to kind of bring back some of the light in your life because the problem is when you're when you're drunk or you're high, you start to think like, oh, my God, like I need to do I need to be this in order. Like you remember how I said uh, you know, some of my friends were into into weed so much that they were unproductive without it. That was kind of like me, too. Like once you feel uh, once you feel like your light has been taken away, you don't think that you you mistake that 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 substance for the light that you've been um that you've been that you've been given right because you think oh you know if i have this light with me then it'll light my way forever but you really ultimately have to become the light in your own life you know you can't you can't rely on some substance to become that for yourself so um yeah and in terms of in terms of um you know wanting to go back to it i mean sure it's it, it happens a lot like especially when i go down to the the supermarket and i I have to go through because uh, it's off checkout lines. Like sometimes if it's really long, it stretches into the beer aisle and wine aisle. I look over there and I remember the Mickey, the, four, the Mickey's 40s, right? The the um, the six pack of, you know, IPAs that I used to get. And, you know, I did. I used to just grab them by reflex. Like I wouldn't. I remember I would if, if I didn't go past that aisle, like I wouldn't grab anything. But the minute I passed that aisle, I would look. I'd be like, oh, looks like a good night. You know, that was that's basically what happened to me. And so, you know, it just became an impulse. So, you know, obviously, you know, uh, keep your head up. And, you know, for some people, it's a lot harder, right? Like uh, I usually hear the first couple of months or, you know, usually you hear the first year is kind of tough for people. Um, for me, it was actually after that, like a, like after the year went up, I kind of just I started tuning back in and I was like, man, like I could use a drink or I could use a smoke. Like what the fuck is going on? Like I went a year without this and now I want to do it again. So it really threw me off.
So uh, let's answer one more from this uh, from this subreddit, and we'll head to the last one. Um, am I an alcoholic? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> I would imagine the subject has been beat to yellow walls. Probably what uh, probably what the death is. Um, I drink to silence the anxiety to sum it up. I don't drink for one to two months and then go ape shit on a Friday or Saturday night. Is that bad? I have two beers with my coworkers and then go home and drink half a bottle of vodka just to keep that buzz. Turns into a hangover Saturday with me saying it wasn't worth it. I know I'll do it again in a few weeks, though. I'd like to not do that, but I continue to do it. I have so many hobbies, but that hasn't kept me from doing it. Any ideas how to stop that? So, I mean, to answer your first question, not exactly. You're basically what we call a binge drinker, and that's what I was, too. Um, I would say once it starts to come into... The problem is whenever you say, whenever I say this, right, people don't think about the long-term effect of it. So if it's not having any effect on your daily life and all that kind of stuff, it could have an effect on you in the future, right? I don't know how young you are, but, you know, let's say you're in your early 20s, right? This could turn into a habit later on down the road when, let's say, something depressing comes up and all of a sudden, because when you drink to hide something, it doesn't mean you're going to not drink to hide something else, right? If you have anxiety right now, then all of a sudden, if you start having depression, then you also want to shut that up with alcohol. Um, so are you an alcoholic, a binge alcoholic? Maybe. Uh, but I would just say you're drinking for the wrong reasons if that's what you're drinking for, right? You should be drinking for celebration. There's a celebratory reasons. I mean, if you like the taste, although I don't know a whole lot of people that like the taste of vodka or beer straight up, um, they're basically just doing it to get uh, get drunk. So you know, that's just my thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, I was a binge drinker too. Now, granted, I didn't go one or two months without it. I went, you know, I'd go five or, you know, five or five days or something like that. And I drink heavily on Friday and then eventually got to the point where I was drinking heavily on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday sometimes. So yeah, it starts to get to the point where it's, you start to add up more times because obviously when you're depressed and you're anxious, it's not like it's just going to go away for extended periods of time. So um unless you have what we kind of said before right it's that light you know that you're trying to you're trying to get a hold of right um so i wanted to check out this one so this is psychiatric freedom i you know what, actually let me read what this is this uh uh jesus christ uh, i can't um let me let me um such a psychiatric freedom is a supportive community focused on personal choice over one's own mental health care including the choice to end one's life and psychiatric form that's an interesting one. I don't know if you guys know that. Okay, this was a long time ago that I read this article, so it may or may not hold true still. But I believe that Oregon still has a um, a law where you can actually, if you're terminally ill or something like that, you can ask for uh, assisted suicide. Right? You can ask for some type of uh, help from a medical professional, and they they can uh, give you a, like a painful. Death. I I hate to like compare it, but it's like putting down your dog in some ways. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Let me try and read this one. Can can psychiatric medicine permanently change your body's response to drugs and alcohol? Um, Yes. Like if you're if you're drinking and you're taking antidepressants, um, the the two don't exactly mix. So you can have a really crazy freaking emotional response to it. I believe me, I've done this right. I remember I failed my uh, driving test one time and I went home and drank a whole thing of brandy and like one of the craziest feelings whereas i've done you know granted not great this is a great thing to like it, when i was off my meds right i ended up drinking a whole bottle of something else like not brandy but just like some crazy i think it was like vodka or something like that not nearly as still really bad but not nearly as um 
bad as uh you know when i was on antidepressants because remember alcoholism is a depressant right antidepressants are what are they kids antidepressants so putting two things that don't go together like in a heavy dose a heavy dose of one that you don't want to be right you don't want to be depressed right that's why you're taking antidepressants but if you take a high dose of that then obviously things are going to you know things are going to happen right so um let me see here got a little bit more time uh uh duh, 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 duh. let me see huh um jeez dude some of these are long freaking winded man uh Okay. Um, advice if I am normal or suffer from a disorder. How much more time do we have? Yeah, we got time to answer this one. Um, hey guys, wanted to do a checkup, uh, unbiased based on my personality to see if I have an issue or am normal. Below describes me in general. Someone who is curious thinks alter alternatively. For most people, like when people say why, it's why not, or they think wonder what will happen if I say do say this, do this. What is the reaction that will occur from this? Ability to also allow something someone means a lot, nothing at all. An instance, uh, care for a person or interest in a hobby and follow it religiously for years and suddenly turn off. Is this normal? Um, yeah, that that's not that's not, first off that doesn't give you a lot to go on because a you're kind of reveal you're kind of showing this as hey I wonder if there's anything wrong with me but you haven't given us any you haven't given anything to actually you know judge based off of right Can you give us an instance Can you give us because, uh, you know, following something a hobby or religiously for years and then suddenly turning it off, that's pretty much what happens with a lot of people, right? That's very common. It's called losing motivation, right? Whereas if you eventually learn how to do things without motivation, it's you know a lot better. But very, all these are very basic things. So um, first off, you should, you should definitely go see a professional if you think you have a problem, right? You, asking people on the Internet is not... Um, you know, it's not, uh, it, 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 listen, you're not going to get the best advice from people on the internet. Let's, let's be real here. Uh, let, let me answer one more of these before I call it mental illness job seekers blog. I'm worried this might violate the subreddit content. So, so I apologize. I was wondering if anyone would appreciate a blog that helps job seekers with mental illness, find work opportunities that accommodate their particular difficulties. I have an opportunity to write creatively as part of my current role and wanted to do something close to my heart, meaningful to this community. I understand that many members of those communities I'm seeking advice from do not regard their condition as an illness, which I respect. Apologies for any offense. So this one didn't get anything. This is from like six months ago. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one, right? I think um, first off, if you guys are like you just had like a mental illness, like a mental breakdown or anything like that, um, you know, don't think that jobs can keep that over you unless it's something that translates into the job. Okay. So, you know, I'll give you an example, right? I, I got a job uh, maybe three or four months after my my mental my mental breakdown. And, uh, you know, it's not like they could see like, oh, man, this guy had a 5150. Uh, you know, what are we going to do with them? Right. It was only if that translated into my job, which it didn't for the most part. Now, granted, there was one time where I fucking blew up. And that was like six years into the into being with the company. And, you know, I was freaking fed up with it at the point. <laughs> um but, you know, that, uh, you know, feel, I mean, I, I like what this person's trying to do, right? Um, excuse me. Also, I think, 
you know, finding something that fits your temperament is going to be the best thing you can do, right? I mean, I know I talked about it on here, but, you know, if you're extroverted, find something with people. If you're introverted, find something with, where you work with things more, like like a receiving job, right? Sure, you have to deal with your coworkers and all that stuff. And if you're working at like a retail shop, of course, you're going to still have to see customers, but it's going to be kept to a minimum. And I think that's when I was the happiest, when I got to see, when I got to see some customers, but not a whole lot. Like I still got to, you know, hey, do you need help finding something? It was like very, but it was only for like two hours until the, the store closed. And then we got to work on, you know, actual, you know, the things that we were doing. But yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think that's an awesome idea to be completely honest with you. But also, you know, just realize that not every job is going to completely cater to what you're uh, to what you're doing, to what your temperament is. So you have to kind of figure out like what what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to uh, what you're willing to kind of um, uh, take on. So just, those are just my thoughts about it. As always, guys, I'll have the links to these subreddits in the description box down below. I'll also have the uh, the link to 18percent.org if you want to check out any of these. Like there's a shit ton of subreddits that you guys can check out. If maybe you guys want to be a part of one of them, go for it. I'm you know, I'm not particularly a part of one of any one of these. I just use it for content because uh uh yeah i don't know how to do content every day so <laughs> need something to uh, need, a, need a driving force but i need that light so um as always you're more than welcome to email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com um also you can check out our link tree in the link uh, in the description box down below if you want to check out all things casual but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>